welcome to the South Mims U podcast. In this episode, we're going to reveal a truly shocking conspiracy, one that has global implications. Don't worry, we're not going to claim that men never stepped on the moon, or that 9-11 was a false flag operation, or that JFK was shot by a laser beam deployed by aliens, using invisible shields, standing on the grassy knoll on that fateful day in Dallas, Texas in 1963. Well, that last one might actually be true in the light of what we're going to talk about. Let's just start by stating a simple fact, an indisputable fact. There are more conspiracy theories circulating than ever before. No one can argue with that. With me to discuss the hoax pandemic, that is the pandemic of hoaxes, or is that hoax I? Anyway, with me in the studio is our professor of conspiracy, DeLorean Studebaker. Hi, DeLorean. Hi there. That's an unusual name. Yes, DeLorean Studebaker, actually. Yes, my parents were automobile enthusiasts, specifically the American cars of the mid-20th century. My brother is called Edsel, and my sister goes by the name Pontiacca. Oh, my sympathies. Thank you. Now, you've spent your career chasing down conspiracy theories, haven't you? I have. I estimate that, on any given day, there are three new conspiracies created on average. Three totally new ones? Yes. They emerge sometimes from the fringes of existing theories, and sometimes they're completely unique. <laughs> and they're all uniquely wrong. I don't like to say that a conspiracy theory is either correct or incorrect. I think that misses the point of a conspiracy theory in the modern world. It's not the facts that count. It's the world view, the inner desires and needs of those who invent, follow and disseminate conspiracy theories. Facts are not the point. But aren't facts important? I mean, encountering the theories before they end up causing people to do bad things. Very few conspiracy theories or followers ever do anything at all, other than speculate and dig down into the rabbit holes where those theories get even more bizarre. Uh, being a conspiracy theorist is a very sedentary existence, in fact. But they do lead people to vote in certain ways. Often they mean that people don't vote, actually, because they believe that they see the bigger picture, the true nature of the world as it is behind the veneer of reality, which is blinding other people to the truth. Right, but... Well, I mean, actually, I don't want to talk about the rights and wrongs of conspiracy theories. Uh, that's a dead end, in my opinion. We spend far too much time worrying about the strange ideas contained in the theories, uh, whether they're right or wrong, and, and then speculating about what's wrong with the people who believe them. OK, so what is important? Well, that's what my research is all about. I'm not trying to either understand the psychology of believers or the social effects of the conspiracies themselves. I've been looking at where the theories come from in the first place. The fevered brains of people with, well... Don't, well no, no, don't call them stupid, for God's sakes, don't do that. I wasn't going to. It's too easy. But many of the theories are stupid. Like the one about John F. Kennedy Jr. coming back from the dead to run as Trump's vice president in 2024, for instance. People actually gathered in Dealey Plaza, Houston, Texas, to witness his return. Even Q himself... Or herself. Or herself, yes. Even Q disavowed that particular offshoot of his, or her, own conspiracy theory. Yes, that made good TV and provided a lot of 
great material for TV comics, but, but to me it's a smokescreen. The apparent lunacy masks the reality, what's really going on. OK, so what is really going on? Before I explain, I want you to listen to my encounter with a man called Hilary Gracebard. He is a retired gas fitter and well known in various conspiracist circles. I went to meet him in Welland Garden City, which is just north of Potter's Bar here in Hertfordshire. He was vandalising some newly planted saplings. OK, let's hear the tape. <laughs> Certainly, mate. I haven't seen you in ages. Not since that Flat Earth Society disco. Remember that? What? That was enough. I love it when we do that stomp to the edge and back again, that little dance thing. Oh, brilliant. Yes, it was a great night. I, I just wondered if, if you'd explain uh, what you're doing. Cutting down these bloody trees, mate. Well, they're hardly trees. They're, I mean, they're freshly planted saplings. Uh, why are you cutting them down? They're spying on us, sending out signals to control our brains. What, these trees are? Definitely. These innocent-looking young trees are not really trees. Well, they look like trees. They are cleverly disguised. They are trees in organic terms, but what they are in actual fact, they are... Communications masts powered by 5G. 5G? The Chinese, you know. The Chinese? They're using 5G to control us. Take over the world by stealth. But this tree, the one you've just cut down, it, I mean, it looks like a tree. and It smells like a tree that's just been chainsawed in half. I mean, I, I can't see any electronics at all. That is the dastardly clever thing about them. To the untrained eye, they look just like trees. Well, they're very cleverly disguised, is all I can say. They only look like trees to the uninitiated. They are organic structures, but ones cultivated in secret laboratories, arboretums in the western Chinese mountains, where the 5G electronics are mixed with their sap and powered by tiny robots the size of molecules. Uh, how did they get to be planted here, though? I mean, by this department store here in Welling Garden City, Hertfordshire. Because a secret company run by Bill Gates made a deal with the British state to spy on all of us and control our minds. OK. And do I take it that as they grow, they become even more powerful transmitters? Do I detect some scepticism, DeLorean mate? Oh, not at all, Hilary. I just want to know what's happening. I mean, that's all. Well, all right. I know you're a man who studies these things. Think about the logic of the situation. People are already suspicious of 5G, aren't they? Well, some people are, yes. There have been attacks on 5G masks and so on, yeah? Well, there have been attacks, you're right. So, logic demands a change of tactics. Controlling our minds is vital to your Chinese. And Bill Gates. And Bill Gates. And Jeff Bezos. Uh, Jeff Bezos. And Elliot Musk. You mean Elon Musk, don't you? No. Jeff Bezos' half-brother that no one knows about. 
and Elliot Must, who is the secret love child of Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay. Oh, that's sceptical. Okay, DeLorean, you promised to be fair. Sorry, sorry, that was uh, that was a new one on me. I, I mean, you blindsided me. <laughs> a DeLorean that's been blindsided. Very good. Anyway, so, because people have cracked the whole 5G mask thing, they decided to use trees instead. Trees instead of masks. Trees instead of masks. That's why they're planting so many trees around the world to control us all. Via an organic form of 5G? Yes. But aren't they planting all these trees because of climate change? Oh, climate change. That is the biggest conspiracy of all. Climate change is a conspiracy, Hillary. The Chinese are pumping carbon dioxide into the atmosphere as a pretext to plant these trees. Billions of trees. They say we need trees to suck up the carbon so we can mitigate global warming. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Well, it would if climate change were real. It's just a pretext for trees. And the trees are there to... Uh... As I said, control our minds, modify our behaviour, make us more pliant, like social media obsessed zombies. So, climate change is a conspiracy to plant trees so that they can be used to transmit mind-controlling 5G signals. Summed up very elegantly, mate. Now, if you will forgive me, lots of work to do. Well, I think the police are on to you, Hillary, mate. I think... Doesn't matter, I'm ready to fight the good fight against all the odds. Excuse me, sir. That's bonkers. Yes, it's bonkers. Though Hillary is a very sincere chap. But bonkers. No, I wouldn't say that, really. Um, I mean, again, you have to take the argument on its merits. That argument has no merits. It does when you step back from it to realise that it is, indeed, part of a greater system. System? A system of conspiracies. OK, are you getting all meta here? Um, I'm glad that you used that word, actually. What? Meta? Yes, because the rise of social media, specifically Facebook, over the last 20 years, well, less than 20 years, actually, has acted as an accelerant for conspiracy theories. Theories such as the 5G trees? That's a theory that's just getting going. But just think about Mark Zuckerberg for a moment. Oh, I'd rather not. What do people commonly say about him? Oh, that he's, I don't know, bloodless, dead behind the eyes, an alien, bit of a creep. They say a lot of things about him. I'm sure, though, that he is, deep down, a sincere young man. I'm sure he is. But you said alien, didn't you? Flippantly. I meant nothing by it. Oh, no, don't worry. I don't think Facebook's lawyers, or should I say Meta's lawyers, are listening to this podcast. Don't they know everything? Well, now, now, don't slip into conspiratorial thinking yourself. Sorry, but he is creepy. Y you called him an alien, and there's a kernel of truth in that description. You believe he is an alien? No, I, d I don't. That's a relief. But his company is controlled by aliens. What? An alien team of researchers from a planet far away are conducting an experiment here on Earth. DeLorean, are you being serious? Deadly serious. The point is, and this is the crux of my discovery, the people who believe in conspiracy theories are the conspiracy. Sorry, say that again. The biggest... Meta-conspiracy is the rise of so many conspiracy theories. 
Well, how can that be a conspiracy? The aliens are using social media, specifically Facebook, to spread false conspiracies. And why are they doing that? Well, to see what happens. That's a bit glib, isn't it? To see what happens? What exactly? How humans behave and whether there's a critical mass of conspiracy theories which will lead to social collapse and anarchy. Well, why would they want to know that? I don't know. I suspect it's because on their planet there might be a rising tendency to believe false conspiracy theories and they're afraid that it would undermine their ability to thrive. So they chose to experiment on us? That's not very nice, is it? Well, whoever said aliens should be nice. In E.T. and Close Encounters, they are nice. And Contact, too. They are movies. Good movies, but we might be a minor planet in the eyes of those aliens. And a strange species of, well, dispensable beings. Like lab rats. We experiment on lab rats without really worrying about their feelings, don't we? I believe that they are conducting a version of the Stanley Milgram experiment which was conducted in the 1960s to test just how far people would go when ordered to do something by their superiors. Yes, right. People gave unseen prisoners electric shocks. And some did so even when they thought the shock would kill someone. That was a very chilling experiment. Well, that's what's happening to the entire world now. Well, that sounds horrifying. Only if they prove their concept, which is that too many conspiracy theories lead to social collapse and anarchy. OK, but how do you know this? The astrophysics department at South Mims U picked up signals. Really? Alien signals? But that's news in itself. We're, we're keeping it quiet for now. So why are you telling me in this podcast? Well, no one listens to it. Surely the Chinese do. Isn't that part of the 5G thing? No, 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 no. That's only if you want to believe the 5G conspiracy theorists. Yeah, sure. So the conspiracy theories are all false, except the conspiracy theory that aliens create conspiracy theories to see if they undermine social cohesion. That all sounds a bit too complicated for me to understand, if I'm honest. Well, complexity is always a virtue when it comes to conspiracy theories. But isn't your theory just another conspiracy theory? Oh, well, that's for you to decide. So, uh, I mean, what do we do about it? I mean, if your theory is true... We either play the game and be their lab rats, or we tell the world the truth. Well, what do you think we should do? Well, I'm all for telling the world, but my colleagues think people will just think it's another conspiracy theory. Hmm. My instinct would be to agree with them. But it is, isn't it? No, it's the truth. We have the evidence. You could have faked it. It's real. But people will think you faked it. Well, that's a catch-22, which, by the way, was written by the aliens when they were experimenting with memes. Memes? Memes didn't exist when that was published in 1961. Oh, they did. They just weren't called memes. In fact, it was the aliens who coined the term. Uh, no, that was Richard Dawkins. An alien. Was he? I'm confused. We're a lab for aliens. Are you sure you're not making this up? I'm not. Well, maybe you're playing a double-blind game or something, creating a new conspiracy theory about conspiracy theories to see if it becomes an actual conspiracy theory, which confuses conspiracy theorists. Which sounds like a conspiracy in itself. Indeed, it's an endless loop, which I suppose is part of the attraction of conspiracy theories. 
Well, DeLorean, thank you for telling us about this possible twist on the modern fascination for conspiracy theories. And, dear listeners, please feel free to make up your own minds and either reject DeLorean's claims or, well, spread the word. I'm looking forward to seeing just how popular it becomes. Please, instead of being suspicious of trees, plant them and listen to them. Thank <laughs> you.